Welcome to the Peep Game Podcast Season Finale, Episode 108. Brought to you by Hugh Flint's Philosophy. Today, I'm going to talk about the power of the P-U-S-S. Wow. And if you think my opinions are triggering, just wait until I give you the facts. You friends with the cops. What up, it's Hugh Flint, Playboy the Hustler, and welcome to Hugh Flint's Philosophy, where I'm giving y'all the game on the modern dating landscape. Now, today is the season finale, and I just want to thank y'all, everybody who rocked with your boy, plugging in with the boy, boy, while I was on my nut shit, you know how I go. Now, today... I'm going to be talking about the power of the P-U-S-S-Y. Paying the play, tricking, provider role. Yeah, we're going to chop it up because it's a perspective thing, man. So I like I like to get everybody's perspective, man. So I'm going to give you mine in its totality. And let's see if y'all rocking with me, man. It's the power of the P-U-S-S-Y. That's why every motherfucker in the world dress fly. So yeah, it's a man's world. But women make it go round. Men want to mate. So we do what it takes. Dinners, dates, money. Marriage, we only do what's required for access. Whatever women are requiring men to do to get access to them, men will do. It's just that simple. Whatever women are requiring. Listen, if women require men to know how to chop down trees. If that was the requirement, you weren't a man until you chopped a tree down. Don't you know every male species on the planet would know how to chop down a goddamn tree by 15, probably by 12. I'm just saying 15 because I'm used to the modern day. You know, they they don't make niggas like they used to. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, Back in the Jungle Book, you know, they was they was 12 swinging with apes. You heard me? So, you know, if women required that, men would qualify. Men will find a way. So the market tells men what they got to do to mate. Some men go as low as accept being abused and undervalued just to have access to the WAP. And some of these motherfuckers ain't even getting the yams on the regular, bruh. Some dudes just provide benefits, but don't get none. That's crazy, man. I don't know how y'all get caught up in them situations. How are you so invested in a person that they can literally take away your relationship benefit? your primary source of mating strategy. 
and you stay. You allow that to happen. How? I don't get that. I don't understand it. But let's get into it, man. First, I want to talk about the provider. What is a provider? By definition, it's a person that provides and a breadwinner. All right. Now, since we checking out by definition, what is a breadwinner? A person who earns money to support a family. One who supplies a living for others, especially a family. So this essentially is someone that supports financially and provides a lifestyle for others. But there's a key word in the definition that we must highlight. And that's family. Notice Provider took you to breadwinner and breadwinner had family all through it. So if you're taking care of your family, you supplying a way of life for them, then you are the provider or breadwinner. Now, I know breadwinner can be considered someone who makes the most in a certain dynamic. But in my opinion, I think it's the person who spends the most. That's just me. I mean, because if a woman makes 80 grand and a man makes 75 grand and the man is carrying the majority of the financial burden, then in my eyes, he's the breadwinner. Now, some might debate me on this, but that's why this is Hugh Flint's philosophy, because this is how I see shit. You hear me? Now. Let's go into tricking or let's just go into a trick. Now, of course, I had to look at the urban dictionary for this one, but a man who lets women use him for his wallet. How interesting, because tricking initially was the guy who spent money for that access, for them yams, for that wallet. That's what it used to be. You know, back in the days, that's what it used to be. A trick was the John, that the, the, the dude that spent the money for access to women. But now it's the guy that lets women use him for his wallet. But once again, the financial aspect, not a lines for being a provider and tricking can sometimes be blurred. Sometimes their paths cross simply because of the financial aspect. But either way, you're going to pay. In other words, tricking or providing, you're paying regardless. I think we can agree on that part. That falls into both definitions. Paying. Now, Some say it's only tricking if it's transactional. And some say that you a trick when all you do is provide for her. Give to her and get nothing in return. No benefits, no yams, no reciprocations, no liquidations. (laughs) I hope y'all caught that. 
But yeah, man, what are you getting out of the situation? You boys are spending bread that ain't getting nothing, regardless of what you pay for. I mean, you're get you're paying for something. You motherfuckers is out there paying for nothing. Yikes. One thing I'm not going to pay for is nothing. <laughs> I might pay for some shit. I might undercut for some shit. Shit, I'm nigga. I'm not throwing money away. Getting nothing back. And it's because of our nature as men. We want a counterpart. Naturally. And so, you know, we we fall for the okie though. High school, college. Guys be really out here spending their money and bending over backwards, you know, all for access to women. Like I say, young and dumb, man. Now, I think you could say the same about spending money on a woman who's not your wife. Keep in mind, the biggest commonality with tricking and provider is the financials. But the biggest difference is the family element. Because if taking care of your family makes you a provider, but taking care of women outside of that structure makes you a what? So within a family, provider, outside of a family, trick. Hmm. I just thought about this. So what if the family is not yours? Like if it's a girlfriend and her kid, is that tricking? Or is that adoption? I, 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 I'm done fucking with y'all. But yeah, either way, man, regardless of what man you choose to be. Just be okay with your decisions. But what we not fitting to act like is if a man is not doing what benefits you, ladies, and your selfish ass, then he should be scorned and stoned into a grave or some shit because the reality of it is People could do what the fuck they want to do with their time, life, and money. And if it doesn't benefit you, then oh the fuck well. Because the one thing that kills me is when people try to act like if you're not doing these special things that one simp-ass motherfucker in the world is doing, then you need to be, you need to die a bloody death. It's like, bruh. So yeah, man, we got to tighten that up. If a man wants to provide only, let him do that. If a man wants to trick, whether it's exclusive or not, let him do that. Let him, let him choose what he want to do. He ain't got to with you, you know, like the way, like the way he spent his money on his mating dynamics got to align with what every woman want. If this man wants to get married in his 20s 
and dedicate his life to others, then so be it. Although I would never recommend that. But if a man wants to do that, then best wishes. Salute, my guy. If a man wants to give money away and get absolutely nothing in return, then so be it. Although I would not recommend. But it's his wallet. His choice. So if he wants to be a human, ATM, cash apping, helping hoes, solving their problems, ordering takeout delivery to bitches, doing favors, paying bills, debts, tuitions, etc., saving her or dying trying if a man wants to do all that then who am I to tell him he's a fucking moron who am I to tell him that the beautiful being that prioritizes herself and leaves your dumbass in the friend zone looking stupid is just a succubus. And her motivations are probably to bleed you dry. But who am I to say all of that? To tell you all of that? There's people out here that think men have money envy. Like we just prioritize money over everything else. But in reality, it's not men who place their worth in their financial abilities. It's women prioritizing the money over the men. It's society constantly and excessively reminding men of their financial burden every minute of their lives. Everywhere you go, there's no form of peace for men. It is a constant boulder on, not even on your shoulders, just on the back of your neck. That, you know, that hump, that neck, that top of the spine, that boulder right there. Oh, you wouldn't know nothing about it. That's man shit. Guys know what I'm talking about. That pressure of life. Some guys get it around 15. Some guys 18. But, you know, at that point when life stops, like, hold up. You got to start making some motherfucking money. Once that happens, it's all pressure from there. The pressure cooker is on. So, yeah, it's not men. Think about it. Think about boys in high school. They're not worried about money. They're not. And then when they have to get money. Now, if you one of them 12-year-old boys that's the man of the house, then yeah, you probably was outside on the corner getting that money, getting that money from Mom Dukes, you know what I'm saying? Cutting school and all of that. But other than dudes that had to go grind and get it when they was 10 years old, you don't worry about money till the world tells you, hey. And even and even with the guys that become 
you know, men at young ages and they got to help out and things like that. They really just get it a little earlier, to be perfectly honest with you. It's really the same. It's pressure or it's just you taking on somebody else's pressure. But Chad, man, the world lets you know. Gotta have some money, man. And even though men don't like that women be gold digging and whatnot, we will use money for attraction. Yeah, we be peacocking like a motherfucker. <laughs> you know. And women say that they don't like when men floss, but they be drawn in like a motherfucker. Like I say, women control the man's sexual market. So whatever women require for men to do to get to the yams, men will find a way to do it. Men will find a way to meet those requirements. It's their choice, so all of their choices are different. Some women want a man that's real. Some women want to be told a pretty lie. Different strokes for different folks. And women swear they don't want to be treated like meat, but they love showing the flesh. Ash all out. Take old biddies hanging all out. Swinging and shit. Like two big ass bags of laundry. How they be with the breast shawl oil did the up. Glitter. <laughs> what y'all doing with the glitter, man? What are you trying to hit niggas with the razzle-dazzle? <laughs> Come on, B. Oil and glitter. A woman's sexual value is primarily in her beauty. And a man's sexual value is in his resources, a.k.a. his money. That's what that's what it is. Cause I ain't saying she a gold digger, but she ain't messing with no broke nigga. My thing is this, if you're going to be a modern woman and value men based off of money and not masculinity, that's what's up. But the trade-off is not getting traditional benefits. Now, there's some women out there that could pull it off. I give y'all that. Y'all winning. You know, some can pull it off. Either because her market value is high enough or because her man's market value is just that low. Either way, that situation would be the exception. The majority of women will need to pick a struggle. Gotta be traditional or modern. Don't think everybody can get the benefits of both. That would be the exception. And I know there's some out there that will try to shame men to accept their modern mentality while requiring him to give her the traditional provider package. She wants the provider package <laughs> for the modern mentality budget. You get the modern day entanglement. <laughs> you don't get the provider package. 
Traditional women deserve providers. Modern women deserve equality. <laughs> That's what y'all want, right? <laughs> y'all boys better quit taking care of these selfish bloodsuckers. Give them what they want. Equality. Now I want to discuss pay to play. First, I'm going to talk about the pay. Now, just like my idea what chicken is, as I evolve, so does my theories. And so now I want to go deeper into my pay to play philosophy. In my late teens, early 20s or so, I was against the pay to play philosophy. I mean, as far as real live transactional exchanges, I thought the idea was such schmuckery and just a waste of money. Because after all, why would I pay for something that I can get for free? Why? I would just be wasting money. It's free. All I got to do is make a connection, maybe do a little talking, a little texting, make her comfortable. Don't say nothing stupid that can fuck it up. Get the yams wet and then slide on in. And it doesn't matter whether it takes one month or one day, but I ain't got to pay because it's free, right? Now, after countless failed entanglements, engagements, and fatherhood, when I look back on it, I realized I was paying either way. I may have never paid by cash exchange. I paid with something more valuable. My time. Now here's another phrase for you. Time is money. But actually, time is greater than money. Time is priceless. Time is money. But when you look deeper, time is priceless. Now I want to talk about the play. There's an old saying, no romance without finance. Shit, they've been selling yams ever since the Bible times. Every woman, okay, let me change that. I was going to say every woman has a price. But to be honest with you, I would really think the only people would be like rich people. Even like I even give, well, Janet Jackson, she actually did the five year marriage for the 500 million. But there's usually a price. But I would say somebody that with, with like Kylie Jenner money or Rihanna money, like somebody Oprah money. OK, if you got that type of money, then, yeah, you might not let nobody get access to you for, you know, billions or whatnot. But for the most part, let's just say let's just be fair and say most women have a price. The only question is, how much? 
Even women I swear they don't have a price. I tell them this. You've done more for less. And then I just let them ponder that shit. And let's be clear. Why I don't agree that it should be that way. And I would hope that they wouldn't have a price. I use their nature to point out their flawed mentality. It's female nature. Most women will exchange their body for money. It's just a matter of how much. It's all negotiable. Just keep it G. And any woman who hasn't has probably thought about it. You was in a one point you was in a bind ready to call Nate. So I'll at me. Are women really above it? And let's be clear, no man is above it either. Because when you deal with women, you gonna either spend time or money. And since time is money, you gotta pay either way. There's no way around it. Paying with time, you playing the game. You're going through the motions and the entanglements and the situations and all of that. You pay it with time. When you're young, you got more than enough of it. When you're young, you have more time than you have money because you be ready to give up 40 of your, of your hours a week to get some money. They selling 40 hours of their week. So if you pay it with money, then it's obvious you got more money than you got time. So the name of the game is this. Your sexual market value is ran by the opposite sex. And realize we can't control why and what the opposite sex gives access for. Women choose what they want to give their womb up for. Men choose what they want to give their money up for. It's just a game. And it's simple. You either going to pay one way or another. Either with time or money. Or both. Think about it. But yeah, man. So I, um, I want to thank y'all again. Every listener means everything. Check me out on Instagram, Twitter, all of that. Real Hugh Flint. One word. Shout out to everybody on the YouTube. Y'all already know what it is, man. Trillion. Squat, squat. You friends with the cop.